People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free rolled food. It's protein-packed with less risk of food sensitivity. Love Talk Radio. Is that good enough? All you have to do is dial area code 646 
378-0649 or, get this, toll-free at area code 877-569-3588. My list is in full effect tonight. My list is out of control. See, I have a speech impediment. All right, here's another aspect about me. Like, maybe it could make you feel better about you. I was born, well, when I was growing up my, and my teeth came in, I had crazy buck teeth with a big gap between them. Not like a supermodel gap or anything where you'd see some girl coming down the runway with fucked up teeth and you're like, oh, my God, there's a gap. They're kind of arty and interesting. She should be on the cover of IZ Magazine. No, not at all. It was a disaster. It was like crazy buck, rabbit, you know, fug. I was going to tell them, ah, horrible. That's what I look like. So I had to wear braces for uh, seven years. I had neck gear that I would wear at night. You know, pretty cool, pretty sexy. Um, and But I still have a speech impediment because my tongue is so used to having to move out of my mouth so far to touch the back of my two front teeth that even though I had braces and my teeth are okay now, my tongue still goes out too far. And I have a lisp, like a fucking retard. Not that there's anything wrong with being retarded, but come on, it's not the first choice of, of champions, all right? We, we don't strive to be retarded. So I come across a little retarded. That's not a good thing. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Let me get back on track, if that's even possible, all right? If you'd like to call in, I gave you the numbers. I'll give them to you again. 646-378-0649. I'm single. I have a lot to talk about. Um, I'm just a person. I'm an only child. We can bro out and help solve your problems. Whatever you need, I will try to be that for you. Just try not to be rude, all right? All right. And the toll-free number is area code 877-569-3588. I promise, all right? I love you, even though I don't even really know you at all. I can honestly say that I have a little bit of love for you. For reals. For realsies. Um, if you have a question about love, sex, life, or you just want to bro out in general, if you're aimless, if you're confused, if you've been molested or beaten to a pulp, or you just feel like uh, a little bit emo and, and you've been listening to much, to, too much uh, Bell and Sebastian or uh, whatever whatever indie reference I can make, call in. And yes, I do admit that I'm in no way qualified to advise you, but I can at least distract you from whatever turmoil you're going through for like five minutes. Okay. All I want to do is be the big sister that you never even knew you wanted. All right. If you emailed me with a problem, call in tonight. It's not too expensive. I don't care what you think or what people have told you. It's not. Calm the fuck down. Chillax. Take it down a notch or ten, okay? If your parents won't let you call, then fuck those asshole motherfuckers. Sneak the call. It's for your own good. It's for your parents' own good. Sleep over one of your cool friends' houses if you have to. Just fucking make the phone call, all right? Don't make me punch you in the face. Just do it. Uh, if you're listening and you don't like the advice that I give a caller and you think you have better advice, awesome. I don't give a fuck, hotshot. That's great. I, I'm not threatened by that. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Then feel free to call in and comment on the previous caller's problem and give your, your great advice. That's fine with me because as long as someone gets some good advice, I don't give a fuck. I don't care where it comes from. This is great. It's like a party. It's like we're having a, sl- a slumber party, podcast style. Fuck. I said podcast again. I meant radio show, radio show. All right. And everybody, feel free to say hello on the message board. Uh, I don't know how you do that, but I'm sure somebody can figure it out. 
Um, when you call in, the minute you hear me say hello, it means you're on the air. So just tell me how old you are, where you're calling from, and your name's optional because I don't, I don't want to ruin your life or I don't want you to feel embarrassed. Um, oh, and try to have the ability, unlike me, to explain your problem in under two minutes. You can do it. I know you can. Um, and here are some hopefully, possibly helpful emergency numbers if you're uh, in a dark place. Here's the number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's area code 1-800-273-TALK, which is area code 1-800-273-8255. I swear to God, I have tried to kill myself when I was like 15. Thank fucking God it didn't work because it was not that bad. Time makes everything better. I swear to God. Oh, my God. Somebody called in last week, and they had like a really great quote about suicide. What did they say? They said, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. I thought that was good. I thought that was a good, uh... anyway, on to the next number. Just don't kill yourself, okay? I'm not going to tell you how to do it. But don't swallow pills. Don't, don't jump off a building. Don't split your wrists. I'm not going to give you a how-to guide, so I'll just move on. All right. Here is a number in case you're, you're having sex, you need condoms, you need, you know, counseling, uh, you know, if you need the birth control pill, if you need an abortion, if you need the morning after pill, you can go to PlannedParenthood.org or you can call them and visit them at one of their numerous locations. Uh, Planned Parenthood's number is 1-800-230-PLAN, which is 1-800-230-7526. I want people to be calling in right now, okay? Don't be a fucking pussy. If you have something to say, uh, call in, all right? Just do it. Don't be a pussy. Don't be like, oh, my God, I don't want my friends to hear me. It's so embarrassing. I can't believe it. Loveline isn't around uh, like it used to be. I think it's on only three nights a week. Let me be the new Loveline, all right? And don't be a pussy. I used to get so scared to call into Loveline when I was, like, 12 and 13, and, and then I'd get on, and they'd be like, what's your problem? And I'd go, I love you. Oh, my God, I'm freaking out. And then I'd hang up. So feel free to do the same because yeah, I won't punish you. I'll just be able to relate. That's fine with me. So Planned Parenthood, did I give you the number? 1-800-230-PLAN, which is 1-800-230-7526. And then if you're being mugged or murdered or even molested, maybe, there's always the tried and true 911. You hear that, folks? 911. It's a classic. All right. What happened? What happened during my week? Thanks for asking again, you guys. You're so inquisitive about me. I really appreciate it. This is great. Um, I'm super sleepy because I got like three hours of sleep because last night I went to like four strip clubs with my best male platonic friend, and I stayed up till five in the morning. And uh, yeah, it was crazy because I went to full like fully nude strip clubs. The weird thing is I don't. I have a problem with the idea of prostitution, and yet I went to strip clubs. But I guess that's where I draw the line or something. Like, women can be naked, even though I wouldn't strip for a living because I feel like, you know, I, I, that's not – I have other options. I just don't want to do that. But for me, it was like, oh, it's a performance, whatever, it's just their body. But the minute, like, a dick is being stuck somewhere in some hole or whatever for money, then I'm like, that's creepy, that's even worse, that's totally horrible, no, no, no. Anyway. So I went to these clubs, and it was crazy because because I'm a heterosexual woman, and I pose no threat, and I was, like, sitting right at the bar. Like, you don't have to sit right by the stage. If you do, you're going to be, like, you know, they're going to look to you. The strippers are going to look to you to give them ones because they're dancing for you. They're dancing for the people who are, like, sitting right next to the stage. So I had a bunch of ones, and my my dude friend was sitting next to me, 
and we're totally not dating. We're just friends. It's completely platonic, so it was, it was kind of, like, awkward and weird, like, because these girls straight up had their, like, pussies in our face. Like, it, it was crazy. Oh, and because I'm a girl, and I was, whatever, I don't know why I'm going to tell you what I was wearing. I was wearing a very cute dress from Madewell. Uh, it was part of Alexa, what's her name, Chung? Alexa Chung's collection from Madewell? Anyway, um... And that was very unassuming, very uh, non-threatening. So the strippers were fucking with me because they knew it would make me uncomfortable and it would probably turn on uh, dudes in, at the uh, at the club. This one girl put, took my hand. Well, first she put her head into my lap, like into my privates, like trying to get into my privates. Then what did she do? Then she stuck her tits in my face. I don't even like the word tits. She stuck her boobs in my face, then put my hands on her boobs to feel them, then made me wrap my arms around to touch her butt. It was crazy. It was out of control. Then one lady, one stripper girl, did a whole crazy pole thing, came down the pole, spread her legs open, uh, hooked both me and my friend, my dude friend's neck, and then brought our heads together using the power of her inner thighs. It was out of control. Um, we'll get to more of that later. Um, oh, and I had my psychic tarot card clairvoyant read it, uh, reading last week. This woman came over to my house and to give me a, a private reading, and I felt like it was like I was Madonna. It was so fucking epic. But I want to get to your calls. I don't. I, I got to stop rambling. Oh, I also a little more rambling. Okay, let me just ramble. I have no friends. I mean, I have my one dude friend, but you know, we hung out last night, so I probably won't see him for another year. But whatever. I spoke at a panel this week at UCLA this Monday with Gavin McGinnis. Uh, he's the founder of Vice Magazine, and Mark the Cobra Snake Hunter and some writers from the New York Observer and, and the New Yorker. And uh, we were discussing hipster culture, but I felt like I had no reason to be there because I don't even feel like a hipster. I feel like a yuppie with bangs because uh, I feel like I'm, I'm more of a career woman. And I, whatever. Anyway, so that's what happened. I saw a lot of hot babes who go to UCLA, some of which were medical students, which is very exciting and such a turn on. Um, and I'm just going to end on the section of my week where I'm telling you about my thoughts and my feelings with the fact that I'm super excited about Halloween. I'm not going to lie. And all, I don't know if anybody else wants to do this, but uh, I, I am so excited about going to Not Scary Farm. Actually, I live in Los Angeles. I want to go to Not Scary Farm. I want to go to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. I want to do whatever the Halloween thing is called at Disneyland. And there's this crazy, scary Halloween hayride and maze in Griffith Park that's happening. So I hope I don't run out of time to do all of these things. Um, it could take a while. It could be like mid-December, and I'd still be trying to fucking check all this shit off the list. Um, here's what I want to know from anybody out there who's listening. What are you guys going to be for Halloween? But more importantly, what the fuck should I be for Halloween? I never dress up for Halloween. Can somebody please call me and sway me and tell me what I should be for Halloween? Please tell me what you're doing. Inspire me with your Halloween stories and ideas because I never dress up, and sometimes I, I stay in because I go out to parties on Friday and Saturday, and then whenever Halloween is actually happening, I just, I'm too tired. So come on, let me know. I'm going to take a call, because this is really about you guys. All right, area code 973. Hello? Hello? Who's this? Where are you calling from? How old are you? Hey. Tell me everything. Hi, how are you? I'm 21. I'm from New York. Yeah. What's your problem? So, essentially, my problem is that, okay, I've been talking to this guy for, I guess, the past year, well, up until July of this year, so I guess seven months, um, mm-hmm. it was great. Like, everything was, it wasn't 
it wasn't a committed relationship, but I was con- I was very content with it. Like it was great. But there was times when he'd bring up his um ex girlfriend, maybe about six yeah. times and he'd tell me that like she's essentially the embodiment of everything he doesn't want in a relationship. So, you know, I just listened because I thought he was just informing me. I guess I was being naive. So flash forward to um July, um he started becoming distant, and then, like, I sneakily find out from Twitter, he has no idea, I even know her like, Twitter page, that they were getting back together. And so he yeah, hasn't really... Hold on, hold on. Okay, wait, so he's getting... How long are you with him, and then he's getting back together with his girlfriend? Where are you at now? This was in July. What's happening? Okay, yeah, exactly. So basically, um, ever since then, I've I've always had the knowledge that they're back together, um, just by like you know seeing what she wrote on Twitter, but I've always had to. I've been having to act as if I don't know, and like I don't know how to like relate to him because he like what? asked me, oh, do you want to hang? Like you, hold like on, he was in on, New York. Hold on, hold on, hold on, stop, hold on. You already know they're back together, and you're still talking to him, and you haven't confronted him. He hasn't told me that he hasn't even told me himself. I only know through Twitter and since it was an open relationship kind of thing, we were just kind of dating. I wasn't entitled to him Listen. telling me, I guess. Okay, I, okay, okay. It doesn't matter. You know that they're they're hooking up. It doesn't matter if it's an open relationship. You don't even have to tell him that you stalked him on the internet. You don't have to say anything about going on her Twitter page. You can just say you heard from someone and it's none of his business to know who that he got back together with his ex and you're and that bothers you, and you're busy with other stuff. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, he can get fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes you uncomfortable. It's disrespectful. Even though you guys aren't boyfriend and girlfriend, it's technically not disrespectful, but it is. And it's also yeah. embarrassing. It's also embarrassing the way you found out this information, so you don't want to make yourself look lame because fucking hell, what girl, what girl doesn't, you know, internet stalk the dudes that they're obsessed with? I mean, I mean come on, yeah. they all do it. You know? Come on. Like, so, exactly. Like, like, but on paper, he'll have he'll use this against you. Like, what are you doing? You're crazy. You're going on her Twitter page? Whatever. Yeah. So what? We're women. We do what we do. I say the next time he tries to to hit you up or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you just you just confront him. You just go, you know, you go. Oh, how are you? That's cool. Oh, I thought you were back together with your ex girlfriend. And then he'll say whatever he says. Just mm-hmm. confront him. Don't tell him how you found out. But don't see him, you know. And but hear what he has to say, because that'll be funny and amusing. But <laughs> you're on to the next thing. You deserve way better than this, okay? He's not good enough for you. Done. Next. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Right. I, I okay. guess I was just like scared of being thought of as like crazy or psycho or anything. Yeah, but don't. I totally mm-hmm. get that. But you don't even have to go. Oh my God, I heard a rumor that you're back with your ex. I, I you know, but avoid mm-hmm. him. And if you don't want to admit to that, then cut him out of your life and don't admit to that. But like either way. He's it's over. Like you don't. He doesn't make you feel good. He's 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 like I don't know. He's living a double life. That's what I think. Yeah, he's just exactly. your life, and then you decide if you confront him or not. But you don't have to tell him you stalk. Just be very evasive. Okay. Just say I don't know. I heard that from somebody. You're like somebody said that. I can't remember who said that. But don't mm-hmm. don't give in. Don't let him know that you're lying about where you found out. Okay. Okay. Hey, thank right. you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye. All right, area code eight five eight. Um, hello. Hello, who's this? What are you doing? What are you wearing? What's your problem? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is John from California, seventeen, 
and uh, I'm calling about beanies. Is this Tao Lin? What? I feel like this is Tao Lin. Tao Lin? I feel like this is somebody else. Okay, sorry. You're calling about beanies? What do you want to know about beanies? How tall are you? Um, I'm like, I don't know, 5'8"-ish. You're 5'8"-ish. Okay, okay. Well, I'm too tall for you, but that's okay. Ladies, there's a guy who's calling about a beanie. He's 5'8"-ish. So are you single? Um, um, yes, but I just want to know, um, are they in fashion? <laughs> I feel like this is a prank call, and this is my new friend, Tao, from uh, New York. I'm not Tao Lin. Who are you? I'm John. Okay, so so beanies are in fashion, but what kind of beanie are we talking about? Ear beanies. What? The ones with the ears. The ones with the ears. Well, if you get one that's plain and black or navy blue or charcoal gray, I think... That's the way to go. I also like very heavy knit beanies that are really, really like plain, no logo, super heavy, black. You roll them up like once or twice. They're super sexy. And if your ears are cold, dude, you got to take care of what's uh, what's ailing you. If your ears are cold, you got to keep those ears warm. You're you're a man. They are cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. Okay. I like your style. I like that you're taking initiative to find out what a woman might think about headwear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, um, that's it. Okay, I, I, I'm going to assume you're jerking off right now, and I'm completely flattered, and thank you very what? much. Okay? Wait, wait. Um, I love you. Okay. I love you, too. Bye, Talon. Okay. <laughs> All right. Area code 631. Yay. Who is this? How are you? Where are you calling from? Am I really on right now? <laughs> you are so on. Who is this? This is Charlotte. I'm calling from New York, from Long Island. Oh, my God. What's happening? You sound like such a sexy babe. Oh, my God. I'm, like, so happy right now. I love your vlog so much. Thank you. Um, I I emailed you, like, I don't know, a month ago or something, a few weeks ago asking if you had any book recommendations for someone who is just kind of lost in the world and, like, trying to figure out, like, what I want to do with my life, like, what career path I want to go go down. Oh, so you don't, you don't want fiction. You want, like, self-help books? Yeah, you know, something, I don't know. Yeah, self-help. Yeah, I don't really like fiction that much. Oh, my God. Um, let's see, self-helpy books to help you figure out what kind of career you want. Well, first of all, the self-help books that I would recommend, they're more like spiritual. Well, my mom is really into self-help, so if anybody out there is listening and you're, you want to make fun of me, all this is because of my mom. So uh, all my weird self-help addiction, whatever, is because of her. So make fun of her. But anyway, um, it comes to more spiritual. It's more spiritual, and it goes down to, it comes down to like, all of these self-help books are going to tell you, like, whether you listen to, like, The Four Agreements or The Secret or Conversations with God or whatever these – these are some of the books that I have or books on tape and stuff. They all – it's like you have all the answers inside of you already. Like, you know what you love doing. You know what kind of life you want to have for yourself. But things get in the way of that. Like, things that get in the way of that are are beliefs that you have about yourself that aren't true, that you can't get rid of, like – 
I'm not good enough, or I could never have that, or I could never be a movie star, or I could never be rich, or I could never, you know, you know, make a living. Uh, Get my PhD or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you and, and people, and people are their own worst enemies. So everything you want, it's, you already know that. But it's how are you getting in your own way, and how can you get out of your own way? You know. Oh my goodness! I never thought of that. Yeah. That's very true. And also, I feel like, I don't know, I want to get married someday and I want to have a family. But asshole guys have gotten in the way. So I mean, I need to make, like, better decisions when it comes to guys, you know? Yeah, you know what I'm, I'm realizing, too? Because I'm kind of like, you know, throughout this whole thing of, like, I haven't been writing as many stories on my website because I've been feeling a little bit like, oh, I want to hold back a little because I feel a little bit vulnerable and I just need to take a little break and stuff. But uh-huh. I'm... Because I'm, like, figuring out about myself through this whole process, too. And, like, you know, I am boy crazy, and I've been way more boy crazy when I was younger. And I would, like, make out with all these guys. And, like, I would be I would be so happy that a guy would put his attention on me. I, I would be so happy that he would, like, choose me. And even if he wasn't the best guy, if he was cute and young and cool enough and he chose me, I would be like, of course I'm going to make out with him. Of course I'm going to have sex with him. Of course I'm going to put him on a pedestal, you know. But uh-huh. as I get old. But as I get older and I realize, oh, my God, I'm pretty cool and I've got a lot of shit going on and I'd rather be, like, doing a podcast or writing on my website or, you know, fucking staying at home watching some Then out TV drinking, show. making out with – right. Yeah. Then when I'm fucking chasing some loser who's not even as good as me, like, I'm so done with that. So you should start thinking the same way because, I don't know, here's what I would do if I were you. And then I'll give you the self-help uh, book rundown and whatever. But – if I were you, okay. I'd write a few. That you should write this down, okay? Or you can listen to the 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 whatever rebroadcast or whatever it is. It'll be online anyway. You should write a list of every negative belief that you hold about yourself, like whether you might think you're fat or somebody was mean to you or your dad said something over and over. Like all the negative things that you believe to be true that that make you sad or that that you know that you like. I'm really ugly or I hate my nose or I have acne or if I could only lose 15 pounds, then I could be in a bathing suit or then I'd be worthy of this kind of guy, you know, like, or anything like, or, or I'm not good with, you know what I mean? Like any negative belief you hold, right? All that shit. Um, anybody okay. who's ever been mean, anybody who's ever been mean to you that, that, and you've never forgotten it, like, or anything your dad ever said to your mom or, or some person at school, write down every bad thing and then just fucking burn it <laughs> burn it and then write a whole list of uh over a sink burn burn it over a sink or something so you don't catch your house on fire okay anyway <laughs> then, write a list write a list of every single thing you want like like your dream life list like from immediate stuff that you want to happen immediately like in the next six months to like full-on like 10 years 15 years from now i want to get a book deal, I want to be married, I want to get my PhD, I want to have a dog named Charlie, and you know what I mean? Like, it's real specific. Like, paint it out like you're writing a fucking, uh, like, a novel or something, like, but it's your perfect, perfect life and because you're daydreaming. And then, you know, I, I think that's so important because you should be real specific because you can have every, I really feel like you can have everything you want, but it's like people just believe that they can't. Is that too embarrassing that I just said that? No. I... I agree, you, definitely. You just fell asleep. You just fell asleep. Did you fall asleep? No, no, I was writing. I was writing <laughs> what okay. you were saying. 
Oh, my God. Okay, well, here and here is, like, oh, my God, people might make fun of this, but whatever. Um, My mom, <laughs> oh, no, a friend of mine made me get the secret, and it's totally dumb and embarrassing or whatever, but it's actually pretty awesome. It's called The Secret. It's basically about, like, you know, manifesting what you want. And I, I'm so into that because that's what I do, and it's, I feel like that happens for me. Like, when I write stuff down that I really want, and I, it happens. So get The Secret. Get uh, there's a book called Conversations with God that's kind of nice and it's just spiritual. It's not religious. Um, okay. Well, let me see. There's a book called The Four Agreements. You can get all this stuff on tape or put it on your, you know, uh, iPod. What else is there? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have them in my house right now, but I'm looking for them in my bookshelf. Okay. Oh, there's this thing called Creative Visualization. And it's by a woman named Shakti Gawain, I think, or Gawain. And her last name is spelled G-A-W-A-I-N. And her first name is Shakti, S-H-A-K-T-I. My fucking family got me into all this shit, but I swear to God, I've been listening to this since I was like 15 or 16. No, no. Yeah, 16 years old, and it's pretty awesome. Okay, so that's something I could buy and put on my iPod? Yeah, you can definitely go on iTunes and look for yeah, look for Creative Visualization by Shakti Gawain, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, uh, Creating Affluence by Deepak Ch- uh, Chopra, 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 whatever you want to call him. There's a book called. Oh, I have a, I have one of these books. Oh yeah, so and and you can get, you'll get lost and you go in your iTunes store, you'll get lost in the whole self help section because there'll be all this stuff. But like, oh, there's another thing. There's a guy named Wayne Dyer, and he has a lot of cool things like. His name is Wayne, last name D, I think D-W-Y-E-R or D-W-Y-E-R, whatever. You'll see it. Go to iTunes. Then Conversations with God is by this person named Neil Donald Walsh. And his first name is Neil, spelled N-E-A-L-E, middle name Donald, last name W-A-L-S-C-H. This is just shit that I like. Take it for what it is, whatever. Take it or leave it. It doesn't, like... Maybe you'll hear one little thing and you'll like it, and maybe you, you won't, you know, like, but it's just about, like, right. it's all in, just get out of your own way, like, and know that, like, nobody's going to, oh, my God, am I talking way too much? I just feel very passionately about this. Are you there? That's awesome. Yes. No, I'm I'm loving it. Okay. Because I feel like no one is ever going to, like, you have to take care of yourself. Like, not even your parents can take care of you. I know you're, okay, well, you're 21, right? How old are you? I'm 23. You're 23. So listen. So you're you're an, you're an adult. You're a grown up. You're very young. Like you you need to like you need to like raise yourself and like look after yourself like you're your own child and stuff because I don't know because who else is gonna love you? you? You have to love yourself the most because you're you're looking out for number one and just like so take mm-hmm. care of yourself like like you're a precious baby or something. Anyway, I've gone on way too long, but I hope that helps. Thank you so much. You're welcome so much. And let me know how it goes. And if you want to talk about anything else, call me next week. Okay, sounds great. You're, you're, I could call on Monday nights, right? Uh, every Wednesday night. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I love you. I love you too, bye. <laughs> that was so sweet. Oh, my goodness. Area code 317. Yeah, hi. It's Paul, uh, 50 years old. No woman has loved me yet. Indianapolis. Oh, how are you? What's going on this week? Well, I w- went to the uh, karaoke bar, and uh turns out that the karaoke DJ, she's got a boyfriend, so. Whoa. Oh, no. Well, at least you went out there, and you're being brave. Tell me more. What happened? Are you okay? Mm, yeah, I'm okay. Basically, 
I think she was drunk the night she threw herself at me. Hey, that's better than nothing. That's plus flattering, you know? That's she great. wanted my number. She wanted me to come back and sing. That's, she didn't want to, to date me, so. Oh, but you know what? Here's what I'm learning also is that, like, you, it takes a lot of stress and a lot of pressure off of ourselves and situations when when you don't look at every single person like, the next boyfriend or girlfriend or the next love of our life. Like, I know that I usually lead with sex and, and lead with relationships, like, you know, and love because I'm boy crazy and all this stuff, but I've noticed that something is working so much better for me and I'm having a lot more fun when I just look at every new person I meet as a possible new friend. Like, even if I go on a date, I don't even think of it as a date. I think of it because that puts so much pressure. It's so scary, you know, like you just go, oh, it's another person I know, and I can add them to my list of friends. So I can go to the karaoke place, and I know her, and she's nice, and we're friends, and I'm safe here, you know? I agree with you 100%. In fact, that's what happened was we sat down, we had a long conversation, and it seems like we may have a platonic friendship. So who knows, maybe she's got a single friend. Um, but, yeah, you know, in the 1990s, I told you before that, like I went out with 75 women or so, and they dumped me after the first date. And I think before those, that, this was like back when there were, you know, newspaper personal ads, you know, and tells you how long ago it was. And, and every date I went on, it was like, oh, this one's going to be the one. She's going to be the one. I would go, and then I would be disappointed. And, you know, now it's like you said. It's like I'm thinking they probably won't be the one. You know, maybe they'll be a friend. Maybe they won't, but, you know. Don't take it seriously, you know. Yeah, well, actually, but, but you know, don't, you don't have to put so many negatives in there. You don't, you don't have to say, like, maybe they won't be the one or maybe they won't be a friend or or they probably won't be the one. You can just think this is some cool person I'm hanging out with, They're, you know, a possible new friend. And that way it's all upbeat and it's all good and, like, I don't know, because it's like you look at so many marriages and, they, they see, like, even this week, you know, you're seeing in the tabloids or whatever, so many marriages aren't working out and it makes you go, God, does anything last anyway? Like, just, I don't know. I guess it's like we, we. I know you're struggling to meet somebody, and that's really frustrating. And I don't mean to be so vague and and talk about all this stuff, but like, and not be specific to you. But like, I don't know. I just, I want to. I just feel like you meet people, and and I guess we're just supposed to have like a nice experience with people as long as we can have it, and then when it's over, just be done with it and move on to the next thing, and not expect to like lock down some lifelong relationship with one person. Like you're trying to like strangle the breath out of them, you know what I mean? Well, I think society has changed a lot, you know. I mean, I've talked before about my grandparents that were married for 50 years, but they were for, in a time period where you couldn't get divorced. Yeah, it wasn't okay. Well, I'm sure people were, people were having affairs then, too, I'm sure, and like, or, or people were gay and didn't want to admit that they were gay because they were too scared, so they were, you know, hiding in a pretend, you know, monogamous, whatever, in a heterosexual marriage or whatever, but anyway... I don't know how I can help you now. I, I feel like you have to keep doing what you're doing, and you're on, like, this path where it's, like, this. it's just, I don't know. I want to go the, I like hearing the updates, so I like knowing that you went back to the place and, and where it's at. But Well, you know, you I'm know, a very positive person. I just keep moving. As far as the online stuff, I'm not having any luck. But then I heard on the news there's a new service called UglySchmucks.com for people oh who are not God. attractive and don't have a lot of money. And if the, a person is too attractive, they get voted off the website. That sounds hilarious. Oh my, well, tell me how that goes. I'm so sorry. I'll try that. So, and um, my therapist told me to make a list of my good points, things I could change, things I can't change. So I did that, 
and we discussed it, and then now, you know, she wants me to add to that and write a, a one-year plan and a five-year plan. So, you know, I'm a writer, so that, that helps me, so. Well, I'm proud of you. I don't know what else to say. I feel like I'm not I, – I wish I was more qualified, but I feel like I'm I'm here to listen, and I'm just, like, rooting for you. I don't know. I'm glad no, you're great. You're great. No, you know you're great. No, you you know you help you help me a lot. You know, like um, you know when I first started calling you, you gave me a real pep talk because I've been kind of afraid of getting out in the dating scene for like ten years. So I'm putting myself out there. So that's about all I can do. Nobody could say I didn't try. Yeah, and you got to keep trying because it's a lifelong thing, and just like I don't know, keeps you getting up in the morning, and it's exciting. And then you called me, and you let me know what the highlights are of the week. But I'm going to take some more calls too. Oh, I just got a, your last caller, but I got a book suggestion for her real quick, and I'll let you go. Um, okay. If she wants career, you know, advice, there's a book. It's a classic. Um, it's called What Color Is Your Parachute. What color is your parachute? Do you hear that, Charlotte? What color is your parachute? Okay, I'm going to take the next call, but thank All you, right. Paul, for calling. Thank you very much. Bye. Okay, bye. Area code 479. Hello? Hello. How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's going on? Um, This is Heather again, and I need advice for my friends. Like, um, what do I do um, or say to my friends when I feel like they're going too far with the guy and they're too young? You go, I think you're going too far with that guy. You're too young. Seriously, slow it down. And scene. There you go. How's that? That was good. But I didn't. She didn't listen to me. And I'm well, you know what, Heather? You can't live somebody else's life for them. You can just, like, live You can just live your own life and just, like, tell her how you feel when you feel that way. And, like, you know, if she's getting, like, in a serious, scary situation, like, tell your mom or tell your dad or something. But if you just think she's, like, making out or getting finger banged too much or too often or whatever, like, then, or that there's, like, I don't know, is this somebody her own age? Like, this isn't some, like, teacher or grown-up or child molester, is it? No. All right. It's, like, is she, it's, like, a, it's a guy at our school. It's a guy at your school? Is she, like, getting in some dude's car and he's driving drunk and she's doing drugs and they're having sex with no condom on and he's coming inside her? No. Well, that's good. Thank God. Well, don't you do any of those things either because that sounds scary, even to me, I, and I've done a lot of crazy shit. I just feel like I have to, like, say things to her because she's younger than I am. Okay, and listen. How old are you again? Fifteen. Fifteen. She'll she'll run from you. The more you try to boss her around and tell her what she's doing that's wrong, like, she'll she, she'll just stop telling you anything. You know what I mean? So just be yeah. cool. You told her once. If you already told her, tell tell you can tell people what you think, like, once, but if they're not going to listen, they're not going to listen. Like, they've got to figure out themselves. So you just make sure you're living your life the best way and you're, you know, up to your standards, and then you can't live her life for her. So you tried, but, you know, don't turn into, like, a bossy, annoying person because then she just won't even want to be yeah. your friend. And then, you'll, yeah, and then you'll never be able to even, like, lead by example to her because at least you can yeah. you can, you can lead by example. Yeah, well, one thing I definitely okay. wouldn't do is I wouldn't, like, tattle on her parents or anything. Yeah, so don't, okay, then don't tattle. Then there you go. Then, then <laughs> remain her friend, support her if she's having a hard time or if she's crying or she needs to talk. But you already said how you felt once, and there you go. I love you. I'm going to take other calls, but you're great. Thank you. Bye, Heather. My good friend, Heather. I love that Heather always calls and checks in and makes me happy. And uh, hello, area code 702. Hello. Hello. Who's this? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's up? I am 23 from Las Mm -hmm. Vegas. My name is Dawson. 
Okay. All right. I have two things. First thing is I want to congratulate you because I saw you on my television the other day. I was just sitting there, you know, like kind of waking up. And, like, some car commercial came on, and the first thing I thought was, like, oh, her hair looks so cute. And then I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's I'm boy crazy. And I, I freaked out and kind of got really excited, and I realized I don't really know you, but I still thought it was justified to get excited. So congratulations on that. I think that's great that you're getting a lot more commercial time, and I can't wait till you take over the world. Oh, thank you so much. You're so sweet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's really sweet. All right. So I do have a question. I have okay. a question for you. That's and this is it's not really a problem. It's something I I guess we all have to go through one time or another. Okay. Brazilian waxes. Uh-huh. What how do you how do you feel about these? See, I feel like for my personal brand, really, I'm kind of a, a little bit of a hippie in every era except for maybe the hair removal. I I have to have like no hair on my body. But I really just can't suck it up and go in there because it is just too damn painful. So do you have no. any tips or anything for when you get in there? Because like I want, I, I want it gone. It's just it hurts too much. So I need, okay. I need, okay. I need some tips. Okay. Do you get soft stuff? What do you do? Okay. Well, here's the thing. Well, first of all, so you do shave under your arms and stuff? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. Just want to make sure. But you don't wear like Birkenstocks, do you? Because you said you're a hippie, but you don't wear Birkenstocks, right? Absolutely not. No, I'd say more of a like a neo hippie. I mean, it would, it's it. not extreme. Got it. Okay, so here's here's what I do. Well, I you know I was in a five year relationship, and then I was like in a year and a half relationship. And my thing, I'm only talking about relationships, and because it has to do with my idea of what I do with my vagina. I'm like, okay, anyway, uh, I'm all I'm all over the place. I like to mix up my bad squaff. So. I sometimes it's like, well, but I always kept keep it super well kept. Okay, so it's uh, I've been I've had Brazilian waxes before where I get everything off, like everything completely off, and that's awesome because I think I think it makes the guy's dick look bigger and he likes it or whatever, and it's all clean, it's all easy, you can find everything awesome, and it's like great. Um, I I think you just endure the pain. I think I think if you're living in Las Vegas, there's so many strippers out there. You'd think that they'd have like they like fucking corner the market on. I mean, on, that's uh, true. I've got friends who do it, but my question is: is there any, is there any like do you know of any like specialty products that will aid in this extreme tear that I, I feel is a little unfair that we have to endure to have a hairless pussy? I or I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> I know it is annoying that we have to do all this shit. This is why I think that it's nice that men pay because they don't realize we put so we spend so much money doing all the shit that they expect us to do, like wearing makeup that they think that they they don't want us to wear, but really they do want us to wear makeup. They just don't know we're wearing makeup because we we effortlessly put it on anyway, and we you know if we have to wax our vagina, whatever. Um, I think you you're psyching yourself out out, and if you went to a place that hurt you, try a new place that with a better reputation. You just need to say. Don't make the wax so hot. I'm very sensitive to this. I'm panicked. I'm ve- my vagina is very sensitive. It, I, I'm really scared to do this. It's very painful for me, more so than any of my friends and anybody I've ever talked to about it. Please, don't heat the wax up so hot. When you put it on, rip it off as fast as you can. And uh, Because it all depends on who you go to to get it done. I go to a place, and it's like these Russian women do it, and they are fucking pros where... You know, you take, oh, here's another technique. You take a deep breath in, and right when they're about to rip it off, you breathe out. Okay, so there's a breathing technique. 
but it also depends on who's doing it. And that's why you've got to, like, really ask around, because a good place, it should not hurt so much. But you should always tell the person who's doing it that you're extremely sensitive. And when that wax is too hot, that's fucked up. But don't have your, like, random friends do it, you know? You're not having friends right. do it, are you? Oh, absolutely not, no. <laughs> okay. And then, you know what, you can always, like, shave, but I think waxing is better. And I, I've never had laser removal or anything because I'm too scared. I, I don't have the time, I don't have the patience, and I feel like it's bad to put a laser by your private. So, like, maybe it'll mean you can't have a baby one day. Or I don't know. I have this weird thought about that. But anyway, so I think you're going to have to do some research, and you're going to have to be very communicative about how sensitive your privates are, okay, and all the bad experiences that you've had that have brought you here, you know? Yes. All right. Well, all right. thank you very much. You're welcome. Don't forget the breathing technique. Don't forget the immediate rip off, uh, ripping off of, of the wax. And call me and let me know what, what, where your experiments take you, okay, with who you I go will. to, you know? All right. All thank right. you so much, Alexi. Thank you so much for all your kind words and calling it all. Thank you. Bye. All right. Night. Night. Um, Aries code 914. Hello? Hello. Who's this? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> um, my name is Izzy. I'm calling from New York. You know, mm-hmm. I, have a, I actually have a major question that I want to get to right away. Okay. Okay, so... I uh I just got into this I guess uh, you can call it relationship right. How um, tall are you? Yeah. Oh, and it's with uh, I'm gay, so it's with a guy, right? Oh, okay, never and, mind. <laughs> um, and so I don't like I at first I didn't like I don't know what to do, and he's like, oh, we're just dating, but and I don't know what dating means, or you know, I thought I thought I did, but then sometimes just like, uh, what's going on? And it's like my first one ever. And so I'm just like, I mean, when we hang out, you know, whatever, we chill and whatnot. But then other than that, it's just like, I'm, am I just a side thing, you know? And like, and I'm like that type of person to go ahead and ask the person directly. But with him, since I don't know, so I guess I like him so much, I'm, I get like really nervous and just like back out. And I don't know what I'm doing, like basically. And okay, how old are you? Uh, 19. How old is he? Uh, 20. He's 20. And why does he have so much power? Because you just like him so much. Do you feel like you like him more than he likes you, and, and you don't want to blow it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yes. Um, You know, and do you want a monogamous relationship with him? You want it to be monogamous? Yeah. Um, Have you heard rumors that maybe he's not being monogamous? Are you getting a vibe from him that he's dating other people, or what? Not really. No, like, I haven't heard rumors, but, I mean, I, I like, I get a vibe, but then again, not really, you know? But, I, you see, like, I don't want to read too much into it, into it and then just, like, freak out and stress myself out. Because, you know, I'm, like, you know, I'm only 19, you know? I shouldn't be worried about it, you know, like, whatever. But, you know, you can't help thinking about things like that. Of course. And, you know, what? I have a lot of gay guy friends who are, like, in monogamous relationships and it matters to them. Or they have, like, you know, if they talk about it because... I don't know, there's, like, this myth, like, monogamy doesn't exist in the gay community, but, like, I don't know, it does, too. Yes, it does. If, if you want it to, it does. And if you if this matters to you, then talk to him about it. But you are only 19. Uh, who knows if you're going to be with him forever. But you know what? If you want to talk to him about it, you have to talk to him. Oh, sorry, I'm echoing in my ear. What's up here? Hold on one second. Uh-huh. I say you just bring it up with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see I you guys go out to drinks and go, and you go, hey, and very casually, cause, and not weird and stalkerish, uh, say, are you seeing anything else? 
mm-hmm. see what he says. Just, like, flat out ask him. I mean, because, like, I am the type of person, like, I don't like to beat around the bush. But with him, it's just, like, you know, I get nervous. But I should just, like, flat out just ask him and see what he says. Well, there are two situations. Listen, it's eating you up inside. You probably won't feel good until you find out. You can either be calm about it and wait it out and enjoy things the way they are now. But if you can't, then you have to either bring it up after sex, during pillow talk, when people are, are most likely to be their most honest, and or or you, you have a few drinks. You have, like, three drinks together. And then just casually ask him, very, very sexy, upbeat, light, casual, are you seeing anybody else? You know what I mean? Just very casual, not like... Hey, are you seeing anybody else? Because I'm going to kill myself if you are. I love you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Like, I'll do that. But then, like, what adds on to this whole, like, uh, like fiasco, I guess, is that when we're together, like, we mainly see each other on the weekends, right? Because we both have school and, you know, work and whatnot. So we see, like, maybe, like, once a, during the week. And then the week, the Saturday and Sunday, we both, like, hang out. And, you know, we're together, whatever. We're hanging out in the car or whatever, right? Or we're just going to places. But then, and so we, there's no need to text, obviously, when we're together. But then, like, during the week, like, we will we'll probably text only three, like, maybe, like, ten times a day and only, like, two days out of the weekdays. And then, other like, the other, like, three days, he just won't, like, he won't say anything. So, like, I'll initiate, you know, like, I'll send him a text and he'll just, like, completely, like, just Okay, listen to me, listen to me. You need to, listen, you need to write something down. You need to figure out. Are you happy with the relationship as it is? Like, what do you love about this relationship? What kind of relationship do you want? What kind of relationship are you in right now? Why are you so bothered? What are your biggest fears if she is seeing anybody else? Why does it matter? Um, all this stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if he was seeing other people, how would that change what you guys have now if you only see each other two days a week? I don't know. You need to do a lot of thinking because even before you talk to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. it seems like you want more than he's what he's giving you, regardless of if he's dating anybody else, you know? Yeah. Because that yeah, could be uh, either because he's dating other people or because he's just too busy with school or because he doesn't want to get that invested. But do you love the time that you have with him? Yeah, yeah, I do. Like it's, I, and, since, and the other day we were talking, and he said, since you're new to this, because I am new to this, he's like, you know, he told me how it's, like, I, I, like, I, like I seem very excited and whatnot, and this is just probably fourth person he's dated. I, I'm his fourth person he's dated. So he's not asking, well, no, it's not, the, I, like, I know it sounds bad, but, like, he's not asking, like, you know, like, oh, my gosh, my new relationship, you know, I'm so excited, what, and I'm stoked and whatnot. But I'm like that, you know, because I'm, like, this is all new to me, so I'm just like, oh, this is cool, it's awesome. And I noticed that he's not like that anymore, which is okay, like, I'm, you know, some people have more experience than others, but I would just like to feel well, a little bit more enthusiasm. So listen to me, I've been in a ton of relationships, and I get very excited even now after, you know, having slept with a ton of people and having been in a bunch of relationships. It's like, it's like right now, if this is your first relationship, you're figuring out what you want from someone and what your ideal relationship is and, and how much attention you need and, and how you like to feel when you're with somebody, how you like to be made, you know, feel. And so you're, you're kind of figuring that out right now. And right now I'm getting the sense that, a very strong sense that, He's not giving you enough because right now you're thinking about it a lot. You're feeling uneasy. You're calling me to talk about it, which is great, and I appreciate that, and that's great. But all these things are like tools for you to look at, to use, to go, hmm, I'm feeling a little bit untethered. I'm feeling a little all over the place, and I'm not feeling safe. And ultimately, you know, we want the person we're with to make us feel safe, right? Yeah, yes. 
you, you want to you want to laugh, you want to feel safe, you want to feel like you you belong somewhere, that somebody loves you and they care about you, and that they're your best friend, and they've got your back, and you can look at each other from across the room and exchange a look, and you get what the other person is thinking, and they get what you're thinking. I mean, this is this to me is what an ideal relationship is like in the gay community, in the straight community, whatever. It's two people who decide to be with each other, and if you're not feeling like you're getting what you want, whatever that is that you want, you have to figure out. If you don't feel like you're getting that from this dude then you need to talk about it with him, get it out in the open, and then go from there. And you either stay with him or you don't, or you make it yeah. work or you don't, you know. But call yeah. me next week because by next week, I want you to have brought this up with him, okay? All right, sure. I'll definitely, I'll keep you, I'll, I'll keep you updated, all right? Thank you very much. Yeah, and you're welcome. And Izzy, Izzy, no matter what happens, if you end up breaking up or you stay together, you're going to be totally fine. You're 19. You can take over the world. <laughs> Thank you. Okay? I'll talk to you later. I'll okay, bye. I just said okay, and I said goodbye. Thank you, Izzy. All right, Airy code seven eight five. Uh, hi, what's this? Who's this? Where are you calling from? How old are you? Oh, well, I'm I'm Mick. I'm the the sculptor that emailed you. Oh my God, Mick, how are you? Can I can I say your your predicament? Uh, yeah, I guess so. You don't have to. How old are you, by the way? I'm forty nine. This is Mick. He emailed me. He's a very talented sculptor and a very talented artist. And, uh, oh, if you want to, like, say what your website is for all your art, you can say it. Oh, it's it's a mile long, so I won't take up that much time. But I don't really have a website. It's just on PhotoBucket. Oh, uh, it's, okay. it's the Carving Artist Studio on PhotoBucket. The Carving Artist Studio on PhotoBucket. Um, so Mick emailed me, and he wants to... He lives in a small town in Kansas, right? You live in Kansas? Yeah. Yep. And you are in, you're in a wheelchair and you feel a little bit like there's, you know, you're the most artistic person artistic person around and you, you want to get your art to be seen on a larger scale and and yeah, you can be a little bit down sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that that's pretty much the story. Um I just wanted to say that uh, a little while ago, I don't know if I was listening to this podcast or this radio show or a, or a different one, but you were talking about writing things down and then taking it out and burning it? Yeah. Okay, I yeah, I wasn't sure if I was on the right That's podcast. this one. No, no you're, on the, you're on the right one. This is live. It's all happening now, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I'm going to try that. That was really a good suggestion. Thank you. I'm going to give that a shot. I just, yeah. I, I don't know, I wanted to call and say hi, and, and I'm really enjoying listening to the show, and I enjoy your website, and uh, I hope to learn a lot listening to you and Thank other people you. talk about stuff. Thank you very much. And here's what I suggest to you. You know, write that list, burn all the stuff, burn everything on the list, but, you know, burn the list of all the things that you think are holding you back and all these, you know, all the negative stuff. Just fucking get rid of it because, you know what, you're 49 years old, you're living your life. I'm sorry, I hope this isn't harsh, what I'm, what I'm about to say, but you're in a wheelchair. I cannot relate to that whatsoever, but I know that must be so difficult and it's just so, and it's it it sucks. It's not ideal, but you know what? You're so talented. And I looked at your photo bucket website, and I saw your sculptures, and I thought, you know, and they're kind of, some of them are creepy, but they're very cool. They're super duper cool, oh. and you're super talented. And like, you know, it's like you just do the best of what you have. And like, it's easy for me to say I'm some white girl who's like born, you know, born and raised. I'm kind of, you know. I live in Los Angeles. How, how how hard is my life, you know? But it's not that hard. And and I look at you, and you're like, 
I almost started crying when I got your email. You know, you're, I think you should have an art show. I think you should try to curate curate an art show in the town that you live in. Like, find a spot, try to rent it for a night, make some flyers, have a bunch of people come, serve wine and, and like, stuff, and, you know, have, like, a little party and then, like, to showcase all of your art to bring a bunch of people together, and, and it could be super fun. And then also start a proper website. You know, and then also start a Facebook page where you show your art and stuff, and and those are just some fun things you can get started with. But I think I have four more minutes of the show left, so that's all I want. I want to tell you. Oh, okay. Well, I'll let you get to another caller, but uh, yeah, that all sounds really good, and I thank you. I appreciate it. You're, you're welcome. You're really inspiring, and and I hope I, I that's helpful. And I don't know. Let me know how it goes. You can always call me every week and check in or whatever. You know. Okay, I'll do that. All right, but don't turn into a crazy stalker because that will be scary. No, just kidding. No, no. <laughs> no All right, I'll keep you. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Thank you so much, Mick. You're great. All right, thank you, Alexi. Take care. Okay, bye. You too, bye. bye. Um, area code, ooh, I have three minutes left. Area code 323. Hello. Hello, who's this? Where are you calling from? What's the deal? Tell me everything. Um, I'm calling from Los Angeles on 42. You're 42. Quick, Tell me, what's 42. going on? Quick story. Um, so, about seven years ago, I met this girl who had a party, and we uh, chatted for a while. The while she was really cool, and after about half an hour, she uh, brought up the she the, the B word, the boyfriend. So. Ugh, so annoying. Right. <laughs> so I was like, oh well, never mind. She always stuck in my head, and then. I work in the industry, and I saw her on a, the sets and just said hi. And then recently I started writing some scripts, and someone told me to check out this website. And, it uh, was me? It was you, yeah. No, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who are you? What's your name? Uh, my name's Renee, a uh, friend of, well, I don't know. It was at, at an Indian restaurant. It's called Deborah, and uh, I'm a art director. Oh my and, God! Uh, but you're an art writer. director. Okay. And uh, so I guess the question was, what should I do? <laughs> what did you do about me? Yeah, I want to hang out. Oh my God! I cannot. <laughs> this is amazing. Um. Wait, where do we meet? We met at Deborah's party at some Indian restaurant like years ago. Yeah, and then uh, I, I worked on a couple of commercials with you, with you over the years, and you, you claimed like you recognized. I'd say hi, no, hey, how are you doing? And then you know, but it's, it's over a long span of time. Wait a minute, did we meet in Shreveport too? Uh. Uh-uh. No, Wait, no or yes? No. Uh, oh my God, I have one I minute. Did, okay, how about like this? A, uh, I don't. I can't even remember the commercials. It was a green car or something like that. Okay, I've got one more minute of this. How about of this radio podcast thing? How about you? Yeah. How about this? How about like normal people? <laughs> you. Oh, this is so crazy. Okay, email me at boycrazyalexi at gmail dot com so we can we can take it. We can. Take yeah, it. yeah. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Bye, Renee. <laughs> That was amazing. I I knew it was gonna be me. The minute I gave my I gave that girl shit for having a boyfriend after flirting with a guy, I was like, fuck. He's probably talking about me. It sounds like something I would do. 
Anyway, um, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by my website, I'mBoyCrazy.com. I mean, if you're going to sponsor something, why not? Okay, forget it anyway. That joke went nowhere fast. Anyway, tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Tell all your friends about I'mBoyCrazy.com. Please, it's all I've got. It's my favorite thing to do. And so tell everybody. Follow me on Twitter at I'mBoyCrazy. Friend me on Facebook. My profile is BoyCrazyAlexi. The link's on my website. You can also subscribe subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. And, uh, yeah, I don't care what other people say. I love you. Night. What a crazy night. LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer land 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.